Rusty Quill presents. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Previously. On Planet Arcana. Our heroes found themselves in the memories tier of the Dream Network, having just witnessed Crater and Celestine's doppels turn and run off. Now reunited within the Dream Network, communication between 13 and the crew becomes easier. However, 13 advises they will not be able to follow the party any deeper into the network. Instead, plans are made for them to enlist the help of Paragarden's Fae to distract Vlad's entourage in the waking world, allowing Thirteen to help Celestine, Riot, and Crater make a smooth exit once the deed is done. Our three fools make the jump to the emotions tier by each posing a question. Though only Celestine is able to hold on to the answer he receives, that the composite couple are lost but tethered to Mesmera hot and heavy. In this next tier, the crew is able to access the emotions of others and appropriately choose Mesmera. Witnessing a moment of frustration when one of her experiments goes awry and a moment of self-doubt when the former regent discontinued those experiments. Crater attempts to access a moment of joy but fails, and in doing so has almost certainly alerted Mesmera to the party's prying presence. Crater's doppel surfaces once again, but this time, when it flees, Crater follows with his friends close behind. Before long, Crater's doppel is joined by Celestine's and several other unknown doppels. Together, they attack. They prove no match for our crafty crew, but as each doppel falls, each of our heroes receives a vision from the Arcana showing two different possible futures. 
to riot, the devil offers control while justice offers absolution. To Celestine, the star offers a reunion with the lost, while the hanged man promises Celestine will not lose what he has. To Crater, the sun offers vitality, new life, while the moon offers a path to conquering fear and becoming whole. All each of them must do, the Arcana entreat them, is make the right choice. But there is no time for choices now. As the horizon darkens, teeming with nameless dopples, all headed straight toward our heroes. I can hear you. I am listening. from all across the fifth collide. Oh, how I miss you, my dearest darling. I miss the clockwork. The neon. The networks. Oh, these metropolises. These, these verdant, desolate biomes. Oh, the fun and games we have planned. But always with the promise that we are on a blinding path of success. You will be tried. Compromised. I repeat, we've been compromised. But do not despair. You will see the world. You will know planet Arcana. You will find All it takes is a friend. All it takes is perseverance. All it takes is a little sweat. All it takes is a key. Deep in the emotions tier amongst the gemtone clouds of overwhelming feelings. A moment of calm washes over you as a handful of menacing doppelgangers fall and vanish. The moment, like a wave, crashes up against you and immediately recedes as the clouds part and you see what's coming. If there was a horizon in this place, it would be completely dark with an unfathomable number of doppels racing towards you, arms outstretched, The clouds then float back and obscure your view once more, leaving you in a quiet corner of the emotions tier with only your mind's eye to imagine how many doppels there truly are and how soon they will breach your cover. It's the end of your turn, Crater. All of you have just seen uh, a vision of a choice, a dichotomy. Crater, I'd like you to make a constitution saving throw. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Not, it, th- not in the networks, please. <laughs> Don't. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, that's probably fine. That's an 18. Okay. Okay. It is enough. The rolling clouds of emotion part and retreat before you, swirling into vortexes of colorful haze as they're sucked into the horizon from whence the army of Doppels came. Now, the full expanse of disco ball gem-toned emotion sprawls before you, and within you unfolds a sense of emotional clarity, an opening, a way forward. All of you in this moment start to realize that as Crater has successfully (laughs) regulated his emotions in the emotions tier, you feel that you're at the precipice of being able to jump to the next tier. But it is temporary. So that concludes Crater's turn. 
Up next is Celestine's doppel. All right. Right, I forgot this guy was here. (laughs) (laughs) Currently surrounded by fire, (laughs) a wall of fire. A circular wall of fire is the only way I can describe it without it being weird. (laughs) I'm going to run out of the circular wall of fire. Uh, (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, Celestine's doppel is actually going to run up to be directly next to Celestine. And looking like hungry for him, he's going to slam him. Well, I don't like the idea of the slam, but uh, he's a he's a rather handsome looking fellow. If I okay. do say so myself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, asking you shall receive because I rolled an 11. So, nope. But let's try again. Oh, 19. Okay, so that's going to be nine bludgeoning damage. And then I'm also going to have you make a strength saving throw. All right, strength saving throw coming up. Oh, that's a big five. Oh, the big five is not going to do it. Celestine, your doppel manages to grab onto you and you feel this longing piercing into you and you have been grappled. Again? My, my dude. Everybody Again. just wants to grapple me. The uh, I've got to make a concentration check, right? What is yes, that, half the damage fire. that I took? Correct. Okay. Or ten, whichever's, whichever's higher. Uh, that's a pass. That's a pass. Wall of fire still up. Um, and that's my doppel's turn. That's Celestine's doppel's turn. Yeah, that's my doppel. <laughs> Sorry. Steal my doppel. It's not your I doppel. How many of these faceless doppels actually look like J and B? <laughs> oh, oh that's God. spooky. Our combination. <gasps> oh, oh my god. Oh, you mean the hottest person imaginable? They're all named Jib. 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 Better than Beach, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. Jib. Oh. Um, I like the cut of your Jib. <laughs> At the end of uh, Faceless Celestine's turn, we get to the top of the round, and what happens here is that though the clouds of emotions have parted, there's still this lingering light from whatever source, this gem-toned light. And as we enter the new round, it starts... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what is happening today? God, that's gotta stay in, right? That's too good. It must. Name of the episode. <laughs> it's Sharks. Uh, we'd be taking off Apple Podcasts so quickly. <laughs> oh, it's, God. It starts to shift. <laughs> it starts to shift around. You understand how I got, how Absolutely. I got here. Absolutely. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to roll a d4 for serious reasons. <laughs> oh, okay. The colored lights uh, move in different directions. Um, Riot, you find yourself now in green-toned light. I am going to have you make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Seven. (laughs) A fail, unfortunately. You feel both feelings of energization and overwhelming feelings just sort of try to battle to take over you. Just due to the nature of both of them, the overwhelming sense starts to uh, take a lead and take hold of you. You are now back. I think this is where you were here before. Damage against you is doubled until you you find your way to a new light or succeed on a saving throw. Crater, you stand in this yellowish-orange light, and you too, Celestine. I'll have you both roll a charisma saving throw. That's a five for Crater. Oh, man, Oof. that's that's also a five for Celestine. It hit. It was an oh. eighteen on the die, oh. and then it oh. rolled over. 
So yes, five. All of you feel this uh, sense of the negative emotions of this place trying to trying to win your attention. Crater and Celestine, in this yellowish-orange light, you uh, are filled with a sense of confidence and self-doubt battling, and for both of you, self-doubt takes over. You are going to be subtracting a d6 to all rolls, including damage. And that will bring us to the final remaining doppel, unknown doppel on the battlefield. The unknown doppel looks to Celestine and Celestine's doppel and sees that basically Celestine is taken and is going to run up and bypass them and go up between Crater and Riot and is going to level an attack against Crater. 14. That is my armor class. Okay. So you are going to be taking 12 bludgeoning damage and then I'm going to have you roll that nice uh, strength saving throw. Sure. That bludgeoning is half to six because I'm raging. Oh, baby. And then, sorry, strength saving throw? That's right, yeah. Which you get advantage on because you're raging. Minus a d6. Ah. Okay. Oh, I rolled a six on the d6, so that's a, oh. that's a 14 then. Oof. It's like, it's tough going for a second. The hands are coming at you, you're swatting them away, and they're just too slippery. They don't manage to grab onto you. Woo! But it's close. <laughs> Um, so it's going to try again. Hit me with your best shot. It's a dirty 20. So you are going to take ba, 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 10 bludgeoning damage halved because of the rage. And then give me another one. Give me another saving throw. I want it. Can I, actually, can I can I use my slinky arms uh, to try to deflect that? Yeah. Okay. So I need to roll six or higher. I don't. So I'll, oh, I'll, oh I'll my take God. that <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. Give me, give me that strength save when after that. Oh, uh, that's a 13. Uh, it's so close, but it doesn't <laughs> quite grapple you. And uh, that's that's this fella's turn. That brings us to Celestine. Celestine, you are faced with your faceless doppel, and Crater behind you is uh, in melee with uh, an unknown person's doppel. Okay, all right. Um, so I have a, I have minus a d6 on anything that I'm rolling. Correct. And before you go, I'll just reiterate that you all feel the sense of of being so close to being able to shift to the next tier. If you would like to, you can make your reality check here and go to the manifestations tier, but you'll be the only one who goes if you go on your turn. And that's that's true for everybody. You're sort of, last time you were trying to get to the, um, the final tier of the networks, you were all trying together, but now in this fast-paced environment where there's doppels coming at you from every angle, it becomes a little bit more individual. You're certainly um, welcome to sacrifice an action to help someone else to give them advantage, but this will be happening on a on an initiative basis. So you can use your turn to try to shift to do your reality check now, or you can stay here and keep fighting the doppels or whatever else you'd like to do. I don't think Celestine goes without his friends, so I think I'll stick here for now. Look, fella, you may look like me, but you ain't me, and... Celestine casts Thunderwave on his doppel. So mm. you go ahead and make a save. Cool. Okay. What what kind of save? A constitution saving throw. It's a seven. That's going to fail. <laughs> oh. So not only are you going to take 2d8 thunder damage, but you're going to get pushed 10 feet back uh. into the wall of fire. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> okay. So, wait, so how much damage? Okay. So that was 12 damage, but minus a d6 is uh, so six damage six thunder damage um and then i the thunder wave knocks you 10 feet back 
into the wall of fire, which gets me out of the grapple. Mm. Oh, cool. Mm. And uh, and then because this is the first time you've entered it on your turn, um, I don't believe there's another deck saving throw. I think you just take 5d8 fire damage. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Oh, Light him up. Gracious. I would say you don't have to minus a d6 from this, considering it's an existing wall of fire. It's awesome. not something you're currently actively doing. Jay. So that is 21 damage. <laughs> what a generous god. <laughs> you will remember my benevolence. <laughs> oh, it is just so messed up looking in this wall of fire. You see Celestine just uh, s- stare into his own his own faceless <laughs> face, uh, squint his <laughs> eyes a little bit and grit his teeth and just kick out with his cowboy boot. Wave of thunder knocks uh, this fake Celestine back through the wall. And as far as I'm concerned, he's gone. Oh. And then I'll just move a little bit so that I'm near Crater and in the in the yellow light. Okay, now that you've moved, you can make another charisma saving throw. All right. That is a 14. 14 succeeds. Pushing your own doppel back into the fire gave you this sense of accomplishment. The self-doubt now turns to self-confidence. You can now add a d6 to all of your rolls. Ooh, I like that. (laughs) 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 Is that... That's the end of your turn, correct? Oh, you know what? Actually, I'm sorry. I That was an action. I have a bonus action. Um, I'll fire at Crater's Doppel with my light gun. Cool. Uh, there is no Crater Doppel. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the, the, the Doppel that is engaged with Crater is what I yeah. have to say. Jib. All right. And I can Jib. add a D6 with this, right? <laughs> yes, you can. Yeah, yes. I'm firing at Jib. <laughs> <laughs> do not like do not confuse crater for crater's doppel that like, if you just like accidentally shoot me in the back of the head that really uh, yeah. that's a 32 to hit oh, oh my god uh, let me just check <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay yeah. and i and i get a oh, d6 yeah. on this damage roll as well oh yeah baby 18 radiant damage uh oh, from hey. my from my light gun wowzers Riot, you're up. You watch Celestine push his own doppel into the fire and then shoot this doppel that's standing between you and Crater. Yeah, okay. I got my eye on this little fucker. I see his weakness with Celestine's attack. Uh, I'm bathed in green light, and I just want to take one little sidestep into blue light to see what happens. You will take an opportunity attack from the doppelganger to do that. Is that okay? I don't want to do that. Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. In that case, I'm going to stand perfectly still and I'm going to (laughs) just make an attack on this doppel that's next to Crater. Sick. You should have advantage. Thank you. For flanking? Yes. Sure. I'll allow it. Sick. Okay. All right, that's a 22 to hit. <laughs> I get, yeah, sneak attack, mm-hmm. and I've got mm-hmm. branding smite. Yes. And gonna use my eye. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I can't get later. Do your math. Yeah. I'm so scared. 37 damage. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. How do you want to lay Jim to rest? <laughs> rest in peace. Uh, okay, so... How do you so... want to cut this Jim? <laughs> oh, no, so much better. Oh, man. Okay, I'm, I'm going to just be standing oh so still, bathed in the green light. Got my eye trained on this motherfucker, and because of the branding smite, my gun starts to uh, radiate with uh, kind of an astral radiance as I pull it up to my eye 
uh, and blast my shots into the ether, uh, and that goes through the doppel's neck, <laughs> and it falls, crumples to the ground. Elegant. Long may your big chip draw. There you go. <laughs> wow. Lots of headshots from you in this uh, combat, and I'm here for it. I never get tired of seeing you do that, Ms. Ryan. <laughs> Thank you. I just love it. <laughs> That's my passion. Now. I love the headshots. Um, would you like to move? I think now I will. Yeah, I'd like to move into that um, that blue. Li- Actually, I'll, I'm going to go over with Crater and Celestine here. Nice. As a little okay. a little unit. You enter this yellowish-orange light. I'd like you to make a uh, charisma saving throw for me. Okay. I think you're the only one who's pretty good at these. Okay. I have charm. That's true. Yeah. That's a 15. Okay. You as well are filled with self-confidence like <laughs> your allies standing right next to you, and you too can also add a d6 to all of your rolls. Yay! This is a very good position for you all to be in as you see the sea of doppels heading towards you, and you can feel yourself on this precipice of being able to move to the final tier of the networks. That will bring us to Crater's turn. Crater, it's been around since we last checked in with your constitution saving throw. And last time, as you succeeded on it, you felt and saw the clouds parting and you felt the almost like the veil to the next tier. It's so close. But as we get back around to your turn, the window is closing. If you'd like to make your reality check now, you can do that. Otherwise, at the end of your turn, you're going to have to make a constitution saving throw. And if you do not succeed on it, you won't be able to make your reality check next turn. Okay. Um, am I able to move? Yeah, yeah. And as the doppels okay. run towards you, you guys can take a second here to talk it through. Okay. Sorry, I, I was asking that because uh, I failed my yellow roll last time, so I still have a minus six to all my rolls at the moment. That's mm. correct. Okay. Yeah, you can move further into the yellow light to try to gain, um, get a better step of confidence instead of self-doubt, if you'd like. Sure, I would like to do that, yeah. So okay. uh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll run and just join this little triangle. Mm. Of Celestine and Riot? Correct, yes. Perfect. Make a ca- uh, charisma saving throw for me, please. That's a six. Oh, oh. Fuck. Okay. The self-doubt remains. What would you like to do with your turn? I I don't think we can take this sea of doppels that's coming towards us at <laughs> no. this moment. Uh, I'm not really primed for this, but I uh, let's try to jump. I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm with you, Crater. Yeah. The reality check is to remind yourself that you are in the networks and not in the waking world. So this is a check that's up to your own interpretation. You can choose whichever skill you like. You can choose a saving throw. You can choose an attack roll. Any any roll that you feel fits what you're trying to do. And basically, you're just trying to remind yourself that this place is a little stranger, a little more bizarre than the waking world. And it doesn't quite work the same way that you're used to. Um, and just whatever check you want to make to remind yourself of that, that this is not your usual world. I think to try to remind myself that I'm in the networks, I'm going to pull out my immovable rod. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I'm going to just hold it out in front of me, and I'm going to flick the switch to the anvil symbol. So in theory, it locks in place. And then can I make an athletics check? to try to move it, even though like that should be impossible if yeah. it's locked in place. Oh, hell yeah. I think that's a great idea. Okay. And 
You're still raging. I sure am still raging. So you would have advantage. You do have a d6 minus off the result, but you at, at least you have advantage. Okay. Ooh. Here I go. 19 minus 3 equals 16 plus 8 <gasps> equals 24. So hey. I'm okay. <gasps> Yay! Oh my god. That's incredible. <laughs> you jump into the next tier. You feel like you're almost getting pulled through the clouds and the colors are all sort of like uh, rushing towards you and you're filled with every possible emotion as you get sucked back in. I will describe your um, benefits when everyone gets to the other side. But that is Crater's turn and we come back to Celestine's doppel. (laughs) Oh shit, oh. (laughs) Uh, What do I need to do here in this fire? You're good. As long as you don't end your turn there, there's no more there's no more effect. Marvelous. Okay. Well, guess what? The it's gonna run out of that ring of fire once more. <laughs> running out, running right back up to you. It's it seems like almost sad this time as it's going to reach out and make a slam attack. This guy just won't quit. <laughs> I can kind of admire his determination. <laughs> so it's a 19. So you are going to take nine bludgeoning and then give me that strength saving throw. Okay. Strength saving throw first. Uh, that is a 15. Ugh, it doesn't work. You, you are not grappled, but you're going to get slammed again. Okay, hold on one second here. I'm just going to check on my concentration. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, wall of Fire is still up. Okay. That's a 21. So you are going to take eight bludgeoning damage and one more of those strength saving throws, please. Uh, that is a 14 on the strength saving throw. Why are oh. you so strong? <laughs> He's fighting a weak opponent. <laughs> hey, hey, I heard that, Crater. I don't know where you are, but I heard that. Crater's astral voice holds over. <laughs> I'm getting roasted from another tear. <laughs> Oh, and you are indeed, but uh, so is your doppel. It looks so frustrated. It, it just it, it wants to grapple you, but its turn is over. I think it just needs a hug. It's just trying to hug me. <laughs> yeah, give it a go. <laughs> uh, at the top of the round, the colors shift again. I wanted that D6. <laughs> Celestine and Riot, you both find yourself in this red light. Mm. I am going to ask you to make... Strength saving throws. You still have the D6 for this final roll, oh, this Oh, okay. Well, I don't think Noise. it's going to make a difference, but 13 on my strength save. And I got 14. 14. Okay, both of you just barely <sighs> succeed. <sighs> the two feelings that are battling for your attention here are love and anger, and love takes over, which is uh, kind Yay. of nice. Yay. All attacks against you have disadvantage. Yay. Wonderful. I think Celestine reaches out and, like, grasps Riot's hand in that moment, and that's what makes the difference. Precious! You each hold each other's hand as you watch six more doppels breach this corner of the tier. Oh, no. And they appear right in the middle of the wall of fire. Yeah? (laughs) (laughs) They're, They're running towards it. There's a lot of them, and they're sort of in formation, so you never know what could happen. Actually, B, do you want to roll two different initiatives for them? Okay. 24 for one, 20 for the other. Jesus. I know, I've got hot dice. Hot dice. (laughs) So, three of the doppels run towards you. They're going to get a move before you have a chance to act. I wish I was here. (laughs) (laughs) So these first three doppels are going to roll up and flank Celestine's doppel. 
essentially creating this formation in a straight line that impedes but like between Riot and Celestine and the other three unknown doubles. Starting with the one on Riot's side, we're going to roll a couple slams. These have disadvantage on us, right? That was a crit fail. <laughs> yes, and they all have disadvantage. That's correct. Uh, that was a 14 for the second one at disadvantage. That's my armor class. Oh, baby. Okay, so you are going to take five bludgeoning damage and give me a strength save. Okay. Uh... It fails, and you are grappled. And having grappled you, this very delighted unknown doppel is going to try to... It's like it's giving you a big hug, but it feels bad. Eleven. No, it does not hit. Okay, well, the hug is interrupted by, like, a firm, uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) No. It goes in for a hug, and then Riot's just got that, like, rigidity... To her, that you know, <laughs> yeah. when somebody's not really there for the hug, you know, yeah. and the guy's no, like, no, no, oh, no, no. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> all right, sorry. Not here for the hug. <laughs> the other doppel sort of like smacks the hands of that doppel's hug away, and it's gonna it's gonna shoot its shot with you now, but <laughs> with like a slam. It's opening with a slam. <laughs> hey, baby, how are you doing? <laughs> hey. <laughs> it's an 18 to hit, so yeah, you hit. are going to take... And that's a disadvantage, right? Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's an 18 to hit. Okay. Uh, 12 bludgeoning damage. Okay. And strength save. Uh, it's a 15. It does not grapple you, so it's going to slam you again. Mm. 11. Nope. <laughs> oh, no hug this time. But we're going to now move on to the doppel that is by Celestine, the unknown doppel, standing Oof. right next to his own doppel. It's going to slam you. And this is disadvantage too, right? Yep, yep they yeah. all are. Uh, it's a crit fail. And hey. we're going we're gonna to try again. <laughs> one was a nat 20. The other one was an 11. So I'm assuming no Not going to cut it. No wow. hugs. Holy shit. Okay. Well, <laughs> Shutting them down. That, that, those are those three doppels. There were a lot of uh, awkward attempts at hugs, but ultimately <laughs> to no avail. <laughs> That's incredible. Okay. Before the next set of doppels goes, Celestine, you have a turn here. If you'd like, you can try to make the reality check as well. Ms. Ride, if I try to follow Crater, are you going to be all right? I turn and take his other hand as well in mine and say, go. Celestine definitely tears up a bit. Um, (gasps) But yeah, I'll make the reality check. Now, you said it could be any kind of roll. This is kind of bullshit, but... Can I make an attack roll on myself? Isn't that, like, the best way to remind myself that this isn't real? I'm shooting at myself. This is absurd and it's nonsense. So wouldn't that definitely... <laughs> kind of like a pinch. Yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Pinch me. Can I use my bonus action light gun? Or or do you want me to use my whole action here? Uh, no, this will be your whole action because you're actively trying to remind yourself. And it won't actually do damage because it's wacky. It'll just take you to the next tier. Okay, before I go then. <laughs> Bonus action healing word on Riot. Oh, oh yeah. Thank you. Oh, uh, that is nine hit points. Whoa. Amazing. Uh, thank you. And then I will I'll make this attack. That is a 17 on the dice. And if I'm using my, like, light gun spell casting modifier, it's like 28. That was your reality check? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Celestine, you too get sucked back through the light, mm. the gem-toned light of feelings and emotions and they overwhelm you too and you find yourself pulled to the final tier 
Riot, with your initiative of 19, you almost get to go right after Celestine, but these doppels roll a 20 just right before you. They're going to take your moves before you can go. Yeah, indeed. It's a, it's a bleak situation, but the good news is that these doppels were the ones that were farther away from you in formation, so let's see. They can just... Oh, that looked like that one went through the Ring of Fire. <laughs> it certainly did. So it's going to try to get as close to Riot as it can, and in doing so, it crosses crosses the ring of fire and ends it tur- ends its turn there. And driven by an equally desperate desire to hug, <laughs> the other one runs through the ring of fire, but does, yeah, and ends up right beside it. It's going to go in a straight line. The third one just bypasses it, and it has, like, now a straight shot view of Riot for next oh turn. So they are encroaching in oh a big God. way. But two doppels end their turn there. So what's the D? What's the D? What's the D? <laughs> the first one took 16 points of fire damage. There's no more no. there's no more deck save and then the second one took 23 points of fire damage. Jesus. Yikes. Luckily those doppels were just far away from you, Riot. <sighs> just too far away they couldn't attack. You're faced here with six doppels and Celestine's doppels till still. They all face you, arms outstretched, walking towards you. You have a chance here to make your reality check to join your friends. And I am going to. <laughs> uh, okay, I feel my body, knowing it's not my real body. And I notice that there is no pain. And there's a little ping in my head because I know in the real world, I know that I've been putting off repairs for a long time. I've been using the shit out of my body. I haven't been good with, with keeping up on on maintenance over the last little while. It's just fallen by the wayside. I have had pain. I've noticed some, some of the parts that need, that need mending. And I've been uh, kind of lying to myself. I've been like tricking myself in my head in the real world that that's not happening just to get through to the next. Uh, and I... I'm going to relish in this lack of pain for a moment and continue that deception on myself. And I'm going to make a deception roll, if I may. Oh, cool. I love that. Very cool. Cool. <laughs> okay, that's uh, 18. <laughs> it is enough. <sighs> <laughs> oh, man. You two get sucked back through the clouds and into the final tier of the dream network oh baby jeez okay before we get into descriptions crater and celestine do you each want to roll 2d10 for me i think i do (laughs) yeah that was less of yeah 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 yeah. you do that was a rhetorical question (laughs) i got a six and a ten okay so 16 uh i got two tens oh Oh. my god Wow. Okay, so let's start with Riot. As you get sucked into the final tier, you feel inspired. You will gain a D6 of inspiration to use on any D20 roll of your choosing for the next 24 hours. And you can use it after you roll and after you see the result, but before you find out whether it succeeds or fails. Okay. So you get a little D6 of inspiration to use. Thank you. Crater, mm-hmm. you rolled... 20 on your 2d10s you get 20 temporary hit points oh (laughs) yeah baby (laughs) celestine you rolled 16 on your d10s you get 16 temporary hit points but because you rolled above a 25 you additionally get advantage on wisdom saving throws for the next 24 hours oh yeah i love that and we find ourselves in the manifestation tier wow the final tier of the dream network brings a sense of harmony after the oversaturation of emotion 
The gem-toned lights shine and fade in a pleasant rhythm. Feelings of anger are balanced here by passion. Sadness balanced by serenity. Finally, you have reached the manifestation tier. How are we all doing? How are we all feeling after that little uh, encounter? Relieved. That could have gone a lot worse. Yeah, what the hell was that horde of doppels that was running Oof. towards us? They're so huggy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I think this is one to maybe uh, maybe contact Snowshoe about and see if uh, if he has any insight as to what it was that we just just looked at. I agree. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm kind of regretting telling Thirteen that we'd be out in an hour. Uh, <laughs> I think we're probably cutting it pretty close here to our time limit. I I, I think we gotta try to power through this last tier as quick as possible. Yeah. Let's move. Does this mean then that we are not going to rest a while? I don't know if we have, I don't know if we have time. Like, you know, it was all, it was all fun and all when we hopped into bed with Vlad to jump in here, but (laughs) we are in bed with Vlad at the moment. Um, We're a little vulnerable outside of the networks here. All right. That is a, that is a fair point. Then uh, before we move on, just uh, let's all. Huddle up with me a moment, and uh, Celestine reaches out for both of them, and uh, I'll use a mass cure wounds on us. Mm. Oh hell yes, thank you. Crater Ooh. was was not good. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> we all get sixteen points of healing. Nice, wow. sweet. Wow, thank you. It's not much, but uh, it'll hold us for a while. Yeah, I'm sure we're not going to fight anything down on this tier. <laughs> As Crater says that, <laughs> Real amidst the settling emotion, you turn around as Crater delivers that perfect segue line, and you behold it. Vlad's Dream Network mansion has also manifested in the manifestation tier. A striking likeness and yet utterly distinct from the mansion your bodies are sleeping in at this very moment. The spires are higher, the archway is grander, rich red light emanates from within, and the gargoyles that line each edge and flank each elegant buttress, well, they appear less classically gargoyly and more caprine, with long curled horns. And, strung like piano wire, Several golden threads lead into the open mansion doors. They look rough, tarnished, coated in ichor. Sorry, uh, Jay, is there also a floating grandfather clock that is chiming ominously? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's going to be so dated by the time it comes out. <laughs> well, shall we? Came here for this reason, yeah. Well, let's just take a quick look at whatever this this ichor, this slime is. Can Can we get a closer look and kind of, I don't know, like, like what the hell is this shit? Yeah, uh, make a perception check. Can we Anybody all? Anybody can if they'd like to. That is an yeah. 11. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Uh, uh, that's an 11. 12. <laughs> 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 yep, that's Icker. <laughs> well, sure it tastes funny. Don't don't put that on your mouth, Celestine. Oh. Come on. Uh, and uh, is poisoned and dies and dies for the second time <laughs> today. That's it. That's that's the end of the story. Thanks, everybody. Um, I think even even with those middling rolls, these are threads. You know what these are. You found one trying to find scavenge. It's people's threads, but they just look. They almost look sick, like ill. Mm. 
not in a cool way. Threads look sick. Yeah. Would you say it reminds you of like Ursula's souls from the Little Mermaid kind of thing without the faces? Whoa. Thank you. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. Yes. yes. Yeah. Is there is there like a golden one? Like one that's like still pristine, or are they all blackened with this ichor? They are all golden threads, in fact, oh. but they're all coated in this ichor. Now, okay. as far as position, do we possibly believe that Vlad's could be in his position equivalent? Uh, that's at least a good place to start. Okay. Maybe we proceed. Don't touch anything for now. Yeah, let's let's try to yes. avoid any of these these threads until we suss out which one potentially is Vlad's. Yeah, agree. Okay, end of the spooky manner. <laughs> you all suddenly hear a clip-clopping coming from the mansion's entranceway. And as you look towards the sound, it's... <laughs> It's totally ludicrous. It's a little goat no. wearing a, a little, <laughs> little red and black checkered tie, Dickie's brand. It's, its matted hair hangs over its eyes almost as though by intention, and its horns are striped black and red. A waft of Dolce & Gabbana <laughs> drifts over. It clomps a hoof at you and snorts, its rectangular pupils contracting. It seems to be daring you to come inside. Um, can I shoot it? <laughs> Raya, you level your gun at this goat and shoot it, and as you do, it just bursts into that ichor. Oh. Oh, oh great. You exploded a goat. Okay, oop, yeah. Oop. Wow, that was a lot easier than I thought yeah, it was going to be. I just, you know, All right, reacted. <laughs> Thanks, Riot. Yeah, no, no yeah. problem. I wasn't expecting that to really just... <laughs> pop off like that so good to know ashes okay. to ashes icker to icker <laughs> goat to goat sick uh, shall we yeah let's just barrel in if, if it's just goats that take a single shot to explode I think we're gonna be a-okay trying to kill uh-huh. Vladimir down here yeah alright right, so progressing towards the mansion front mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can I take a moment to reload yes. while we're walking through the mansion? Good idea. <laughs> so you walk towards this mansion. The front doors are open and you walk the few front steps up. And I'll just describe this place. This mansion is almost floating in the air. It's floating amongst color. There's no street here. There's no walkway to walk up towards it. It's just a purely manifested mansion. It's a little spooky. Spooky. We get to the front of the mansion. Would you like to step in? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, bro. (laughs) Hell yeah, bro. Before you do, you hear a clip-clop from behind you. You turn around. Another goat stands there and cocks Uh, its head. I turn around. I whip my javelin at it. (laughs) Explodes. Explodes. And I assume you gather your javelin. Yes. Okay. Okay. One more goat down. You step into the mansion where... Before the regal wallpaper was peeling in places, it now looks freshly applied. The scuffed and faded wall sconces are now freshly polished and gleaming. Taking in your surroundings, you note further differences, like the occasional coat of arms and additional portraits of Vlad engaged in various heroic feats. Here, he rides a dragon. There, he engages in ape against three foes at once. But... The most alarming difference is the near-constant movement of everything in sight. 
doors shift positions, sometimes bumping into each other on their paths as elsewhere. The stairs momentarily look like an escalator before they flatten into a steep slide, and hallways appear and disappear, sometimes even in the ceilings and floors. Despite the ever-shifting mansionscape, it's eerily quiet in here. No goats to be found. I mean, should we try to look for the basement? Where we yeah, think Vlad sure. is right now. Uh, yeah. We could uh, we could try and find the equivalent space that we went through last time, that hole in the floor. Yeah, yeah I, I think we should know where that is in this house because we went there in the physical world too. Mm-hmm. You look around and try to orient yourself in this house to try to figure out. And, and when you went in in the waking world, it was simply the next room after the room that you came into. Here, there are rooms coming off of this central room, but you look to one and then the hallway shifts to the other side of the room and then sort of like slides down the wall onto the floor and glides across and then appears on the ceiling. (laughs) Is there any way for me to like use the medallion of thoughts again to kind of like glean what direction Lads is coming from specifically Mm. since I heard it before? Make a perception check for me. Okay. And describe like are you moving around in here or just kind of like staying in the entrance and listening? I think staying in the entrance and listening might be best just for um, sake of not getting lost and kind of trying to get get, uh, get bearings. That's 16 perception. Okay. And I will say again that this isn't how detect thoughts is supposed to work, but I think it's really cool. So okay. anybody who's listening can bite eat me. it. <laughs> eat it. <laughs> um, we do appreciate you, though. Yeah. We do. Yeah, yeah, thank you really. so much for listening. But also, you'll <laughs> enjoy it. what you eat. Yeah. And <laughs> if you are if you are enjoying what you're, what you're hearing, we have a Patreon. The the link to the Patreon. Uh, floats across the room <laughs> momentarily. <laughs> oh my god. You can see it. <laughs> Ryan's just like, that's the weirdest thing. I don't know what that means. <laughs> but it's good, right? It's, it's yeah, uh, it seems, totally worth it. Yeah, it seems awesome. We're wow. checking out, I think. <laughs> I wish I knew what that was to jump on it. Seems like a good deal. Oh oh I don't even god. have to put an ad in this episode. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh god. The ads get more insidious as the campaign goes That's on. Yeah. Fourth wall breaking ads. <laughs> so good. I do wish that I had something to listen to when we were on a long drive. <laughs> <laughs> oh my fucking god. What about getting a postcard in the mail every month? Okay. Oh, that would be delightful. No we one to- sends physical mail anymore. <laughs> we have to stop this native native advertising. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you listen again with your medallion of thoughts, and once again, you hear the buzzing. I mean, all of you do here. It's totally surrounding you. But Riot, you almost feel like you can maybe put a little bit more of a direction to it, but it is crowded in your mind with all of the sounds around you now. Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot of sounds of sort of hard to place voices almost speaking gibberish because of how overlapping and uh, constant and frequent they are. You're having a hard time with that perception check narrowing in on any of the actual words that the voices are saying, Mm -hmm. but you are getting a sense of the feeling from some of them. The most prominent feelings that you're hearing with this detect thoughts uh, amulet is 
sort of feelings of admiration and feelings of longing. And they seem to be coming from different directions in this ever-shifting room. But nothing from below. You can hear the buzzing, but aside from that, it's just a crowded mess of noise. Okay. All right. That did not help. (laughs) (laughs) I think... I think this house is ever changing here. I think maybe we just pick a direction and stick with it. Yeah. Or we could we could we could split up. No. No. I, I, <laughs> I, I certainly do not want to split up. That we were separated only momentarily just just now, and that that was terrifying to me. Fair enough. Yeah. DMs. When we were in the digital network, we followed Scavenge's thread. Can we follow these other Icker laden threads? Ooh. Yeah. Actually, as you walked up into the mansion, they sort of are almost like a a network of pipes or wires or something like that, like cascading through the house from every direction. A lot of them, like, um, like I described, piano wires, like very taut. It's, it looks similar to like a laser field in a spy movie that you'd have to like Mm. crawl through. Mm. How did the how does this thrallhood work? Like are they all kind of like hooked up to Vlad like a bunch of wires? That's kind of yeah. what Yeah, that felt like maybe that might be a possibility. Maybe we just pick one and see where it goes. Yeah. The way things are changing bound to end up in most places for the search anyway. Yeah. Yeah, okay. What about that one? That, that, I was going to point the same one. Let's follow that one. That's so funny. I was thinking the exact same. It's oh like we God. are just so connected. I love it. <laughs> you all start to walk towards um, the same door knowingly. And as you do, another door sort of like screeches around the corner and knocks into the door that you were about to go to. And these two doors sort of sit next to each other. And Riot, those feelings sort of uh, amplify here. From one door, this feeling of longing, and from the other, admiration. Hmm. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pitch to the group, let them in on the longing versus admiration thing. My initial thought is the longing uh, just from being zapped of energy and uh, like personal sovereignty. So being like attached to Vlad. But open to interpretation here. What do you two think? I have to assume, because everything is connected to this in some way, like, like the two arcana that are speaking to you, one is one, one is the other. If you trust one more than the other, I hmm. think follow your, follow your gut. Oh, like that kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's go with uh, admiration then, just because. I mean, if you want to go longing, I'll, I'll gladly back you up. That was your, that was your initial reaction. But that was a different context. I think if it's the context of what I've seen in my mind's eye, I do not want anything to do with that guy. So let's go admiration. Yeah, let's admire you. (laughs) (laughs) You open the door where you're getting the sense of admiration. And within this room, the ever-shifting wallpaper continues, but rather than doors and hallways, it's a contained space, shadow boxes, portraits, and like small tables kind of loop in a pattern around the edges of the room, each containing various pieces of memorabilia, ephemera, collectibles, and even upon a momentary glance, you recognize that all of these pieces 
are Patricia Tremolo memorabilia. (laughs) (laughs) What does it mean? (laughs) (laughs) Anybody who wants to can roll me an investigation. Yes, please. I'll do that. Nat 20. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, Crater, with that, you sort of notice that, like, there's one item that isn't, like, rotating. It's on its own pedestal and, like, underlit, like it's an item in a museum. And approaching it, it is a playbill with a header that has Patricia opening for Vlad at some, you know, (gasps) nondescript, undescribed show. And I think continuing that studly role, you might be able to intuit that, like, this is a manifestation of Vlad's, like, ultimate inspiration. Oh. Oh, so, like, this this isn't necessarily true. This is, like, what, what he wants. Like, this is what he desires for his life. It's like a fantasy. I think that's a fair assumption. Yeah, this is his manifested version of the mansion in the manifestation tier. And these are manifestations. Oh. Beautiful. That's kind of sad. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, why is it sad? <laughs> Having dreams is sad. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. He's he's never going to get big enough that Patricia will will open for him. Like, Patricia's a huge star. I, I'm not sure. Like, I think she's past the opening act stage of, of, of her career. Yeah. I am... Uh, Though all of a sudden, incredibly worried for Babera if uh, if Vlad happens to know their parentage. Oh. Oh. <laughs> well, what now? What would you like to do? Sorry, is there a means to, like, do something with, uh, like, move forward from here? Like, is there another door? I think perhaps upon wondering that, a couple of additional doors come <laughs> crowding through the memorabilia, pushing their way through and landing concretely on either side of this manifested playbill. You get that same sense of longing and beside it, another door with a sense of fear. Mm. Well, first off, should we grab that playbill in case it comes into use or do we just leave it? I mean, it wouldn't hurt just to take it with us. Yeah, I say. Yeah. Crater, just because I'm getting some fear vibes here, I, you know, I, I my knowledge is a little rusty, but I seem to remember that the moon had a little bit to do with that. Uh, I feel like I can't solely make the decision for the whole group uh, in good faith here. So basically, with those weird hallucinations that we've all been seeing, I've I've been seeing the devil and I've been seeing justice. Justice is the sense of admiration that we chose on the last run and then I can only assume the devil to be this longing sensation. So basically choosing between the devil and the moon here isn't isn't great given our uh history with the both of them. Well, when we entered the 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 admiration area, we got a sense of someone that Vlad admired. We got to know a little bit more about Vlad and that aspect of him. If that is true for these other doors, then do we want to know what he longs for, or do we want to know what he is afraid of? I'd say afraid, but are you okay, Crater, with that uh, that realm? That's why we're down here, to figure out stuff like this. All right, let's go with uh, the fear. You open the door where that sensation is coming from, and you find another smaller door with a sign on it that says, Do not open evil inside, but before <laughs> you can even decide whether or not to open, <laughs> your intention opens it, and inside... 
a Boston pizza manager looking office. <gasps> Messy papers and schedules, the desk and chair, but this time the room is occupied by scores and scores of cats, little <laughs> kitties and kittens playing, napping and purring, and amidst them with one in her lap sits Chrissy. Yes. However, it is odd. Upon even momentary scrutiny, it's clear this version of Chrissy is not quite right. To begin with, there's no golden thread in sight, but more so, it's as though she's been drawn by a composite artist based on a detailed description of the real deal. There's something uncanny valley about it. Mm -hmm. And as you enter, she goes, oh, oh yeah, look, <laughs> I know what you're going to say, but I couldn't give you the last true name, Okay. I know you've been an intern for three years, but I just really needed this one. Next time, next time. Oh my God, he was a low-level employee of Chrissy at one point. She created oh him. She did. All right, I have just had a chilling thought. <laughs> if we discover how to to defeat Vlad, if we discover how to kill and name Sferatu, which is something that Chrissy has said she does not know how to do, and then we return to Chrissy, having accomplished this task, we would be the only people that would know how to kill Chrissy, and that makes us very dangerous to her. So what's to stop Chrissy from killing us first? Yeah, starting to feel like maybe we don't go back to Chrissy after this. Uh, or maybe we kill her too, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, well we'll know how to do it exactly we'll just do it immediately i mean i, I feel like i feel like that's a bridge we'll cross when we come to it yeah was vlad fellows pretty bad himself yeah. let's kill one name sir at a time you know right uh but yeah we're probably gonna have to kill chrissy yeah 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 for sure but you're oh, right so back hot. burner I know. <laughs> okay. would you like to manifest a way forward i i suppose yeah should we take a kitten no we can't bring it to where we're going. <laughs> Celestine already had a kitten in his hand. Yeah. Oh, 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 all right, all right. We'll just leave this here. My it, little it kitty. Looks sad. No, yeah. no. They're all doing the headbutt thing against oh, your legs. Oh, oh. <laughs> Maybe we just stay here just a little while. That's really. They nice. seem so lonely. What a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're really nice cats. <laughs> oh, this, oh, this one's this one's eyes are so cute. They're all green. Oh. <laughs> they like you because you're warm. Yeah. Okay, we're on a time limit. Okay, let's yeah, okay, go. Yeah. Let's <laughs> sorry, sorry. Manifest door. Yes. Two more doors manifest. They sort of like start on opposite walls um, on the side of you and then move themselves to be in front of you and they bonk into each other as they meet in the middle. As you walk forward, you feel again that sense of longing from one and from another, a sense of disgust. Right. I know you're trying to avoid the longing, but uh, like there's there's some connection with the devil yeah. in Vlad. Like there's yeah. goats that were kind of protecting this place or at least they're yeah. here no you're right you're right uh look yeah let's do only it. only if you're comfortable rip the band-aid yeah. off oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah let's do it <laughs> oh, we're doing it we're doing, doing it. it we're ripping the band-aid off you open yep. the door to that feeling of longing and beyond it beautiful soft colored light it's a beautifully lit room with seats facing towards the front in rows long wooden seats pews even facing toward an altar 
draped in light from many stained glass windows. The stained glass itself portrays two figures in an intimate embrace. One is very clearly Vlad, with flowing blonde hair and mustache, and the other, a human man. He's familiar, with a slicked back, black hair, bright red eyeshadow, and a small, ornate beard. (gasps) Above them runs the text, speak famous last words, and echoing through what you realize is a chapel, you hear, I brought you my true name, and you brought me your love, 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 love. And it echoes throughout. Do we recognize that voice? Yeah, it's Coke's. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And that inscription Mm -hmm. is the same inscription as was on the door to Vlad's room. Yes. Is there a door that could manifest under that speaks famous last words that looks like the one we (laughs) walked through? As you say that, you see a metal door start to sail its way across the floor and then bend and curve upwards to be on the wall next to another more plain door. And they stand at the opposite end of the chapel from where you walked in. Are we getting any feelings from them? Um, You're a bit far. You just have to walk in. Let's walk over, I guess, if everyone's good with that. Mm. Is there anything here that is like, I don't know, like a... I don't, something, uh, an item, a, a piece of something that's kind of like emblematic of their relationship, a token, something like that. Something I could pick up and take with me. Yes, indeed. As you move through and behold these two doors, roll me an investigation. 14. On the altar, you find a glass of Caesar. <laughs> And picking it up, something within clinks. What's in the Caesar? Is it, I mean, is it even really a Caesar or is it just one of those sad, clamless Caesars that they were serving at the party? You can't even get a hint of clam when you oh, smell that sucker. Ugh, but this uh, is, don't, don't ever I say don't even really want this. But Do you, do you want a salt uh, headache or don't you? <laughs> but there does seem to be something in the glass. I'm, I'm not drinking this thing. Can I fish through it? Can I fish through the glass? <laughs> yeah, you fish through it with your little fingies and out comes <laughs> <laughs> out comes a wedding ring Ooh. It, it's all it's all covered in tomato juice sure is. Is, is is there any engravings on it yes on the inside it says my true name is yours okay well i'm gonna wipe this off and put it in my pocket my gut is pulling me towards the big metal door over there mm-hmm Mm-hmm. That's why we came here, right? Was to find something that was like the basement that we were in. That's true. Let's walk up and see if there's anything we can glean. Yeah. As you walk towards it, you hear the buzzing, all of you amplified from this door. It certainly feels like a natural concluding point, but that other door stands next to it. It has the feeling of disgust that's emanating off of it. DMs, if we look back the way we came in, can we still see the other? Like, could we go back into the fear room from here if we wanted to? Or is that gone now? You look back and think about it. And in essence, by doing so, manifest it. The door reappears with the, with the same sign on it that says, do not open evil inside. All right. Well, it seems like we could check out the disgust door. And then perhaps if we wanted to come back for this, uh, this other door here. Well, it might be uh, useful information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do it. You do so. 
you open the door of disgust and it's box, it's box seats, an opera box to be specific, with a single lonely seat that faces down onto a stage below. This time, playbills litter the room again, but these ones are torn up and an untouched bar cart in the corner is stocked only with Clamato juice. (laughs) (laughs) And on the stage below, you see him. Bon Bon, in the midst of a moving aria, sweeping his hands elegantly as he effortlessly delivers a beautiful high note that sends the invisible crowd absolutely around the bend. They cheer, they throw roses. You think you hear one say, Vlad could never. (laughs) (laughs) Vlad could never. I mean, yeah, that's devastating for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. God. Good to know. Good to know. Anybody want some Clamato? I mean, not not from here. <laughs> like, like normally, yes, but not not from not from this sad little scene here. No. And without the rest of the ingredients, it just doesn't feel right. Yeah. It's just no, it's a little bland. Just drink tomato yeah. clams. Tomato clams. Tomato <laughs> clams. <laughs> the right. ones that live in tomato. <laughs> the tomato region. <laughs> <laughs> they're only called clams if they're from the tomato region. That's right. <laughs> Otherwise, they're just sparkling mussels. <laughs> just sparkling mussels, they say. Oh, uh, that's what I they got call some sparkling mussels for you. Good God. Well, should we take our sparkling muscles and go back the way we came? If there's nothing else to see, then then yes, I think we are fully armed. Are you going back through the door? Because we could manifest the metal door in this room too. Oh. This is a this is a strange place of uh distorted physics. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Might as well, I think. The metal door, you see it try to fit itself through the door you just came in and it shrinks a little bit and then like curves around the corner of the door opening and slinks its way across the wall to be directly in front of you Hmm. and the buzzing it just echoes in this room it's very loud all of you can hear it can you read the inscription for us one more time the inscription Scription remains and it says, the worthy speak famous last words. Famous last words. All right. Folks, I'm sure everything is going to be just fine. (laughs) And then I go to open the door. You open the door. Welcome back. Welcome back to Vlad's room. The smell of Dolce and Gabbana is overpowering. The ceiling's incredibly high with a stained glass facade at the top this time which pours dramatic lighting down onto the four-post bed below. Propped up on the Viridesia mattress, now doubled in size, sits an ornate, exquisite Draculean coffin eight feet long. Opposite the bed, a large pipe organ sits atop a semicircular platform, and upon your first steps into the room, hundreds of red candles alight simultaneously. A ghostly cord is struck on the organ, and four goats step forward from behind it, walking slowly forward to greet you as, from the bed, the lid of the coffin cracks open and you behold him. Vlad manifested, a great deal more impressive than the version of him next to which you sleep in the real world, long blonde-haired, pencil-mustached, 
ruffle embellished and elaborately embroidered. Emerging from him at every angle are the golden threads, though they grow more tarnished, tangled, and icker slick the closer to his body they are. An angular red electric guitar dangles from his neck, and as he as he takes it into his hands and prepares to rip out a nasty chord, you realize it is strung with the golden threads themselves. Ooh. And he and he says, oh, oh, "Visitors, welcome to my haunted boudoir." <laughs> <laughs> Real initiative. Oh, <laughs> Do you want to be in our band? <laughs> yeah. Is that an SG man? <laughs> I got 15. Dirty 20. Uh, I got a 19. Whoa. Blah. Nah. Nah. Yeah, there's Blad. a chorus of bleats. Blad. Blad. <laughs> oh my god. That, that needs to be the episode title. Somehow we have to like spell that out phonetically. Like, Blad. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Is is uh, the yep. is the the icon you've used for Vlad here? Is this the 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 Duke from Moulin Rouge? Oh yes. yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Good eye. Yes. Thank you for Good that. Eye. The first goat is going to make moves toward you. It's going to step a couple feet forward, almost as though it's going to greet you. It it puts one knee down. It bows its head, its red and black striped horns facing you. (laughs) And then it raises it and expels a cone of fire. (laughs) It's going to... Exhale fire in a 15-foot cone all over each of you, and all of you are going to have to make me a DC, a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> uh, I, I got a nat 20. I got a nat 22! Oh, yeah. I got a nat 1. <laughs> oh, my God! Jeez. Wow. On a nat 20, is it halved, or is it just... Well, for Riot, because it's a dexterity saving throw and she has evasion, she takes no damage. Well, fuck. Mm. No damage for Riot. Sick. Crater, you take half of the 14 fire damage Celestine you take the full 14 damage of fire very grateful for that temp HP at the moment and I'm actually going to take a quarter because I am fire resistant Um, yes it is fire damage yes haha and that is going to bring us to Celestine's turn alright Celestine who got the worst of that um, is feeling pretty miffed y'all need to chill out and is going to move up in front of the goat as close as I can get to the goats and thinking about all the time that he just spent in Midmoss recently and summoning up that like chilly winter northern <laughs> air casts cone of cold on I think fucking everybody oh. you Mr. <gasps> oh, Freeze motherfucker uh, <laughs> Mr. Freeze <laughs> nice to meet you <laughs> I mean nice to meet you there's my foot cone there oh my uh, God. I, so oh my whatever it, it gets everybody right everybody in this little room Yeah. cone of cold I haven't cast this before uh, constitution saving throw for everybody. I'll roll for Vlad. I'll do goats. Yes. Ooh. Vlad rolled a nat 20, which becomes wow. a 28. Wow. Holy shit. Mm. Yeah, the, one of the goats, the one, the first one to move rolled a nat 20, so that's a 22, and then a 9, a 20 dirty, 
and another dirty 20. So wow. I think only one fails. And it will be the second, the one that's closest to you aside from the one that had a turn. That's the one that failed. All right. That was uh, surprisingly low for 8d8 cold damage. But Ooh. that is uh, 28 damage on a fail, half as much on the save. Okay. So 14 if you save. I love the cold. <laughs> Twang! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fuck. Great. Cool, Celestine, literally. That is, uh, yeah, that's that's what I've got for this turn, I think. That's it. So, Celestine, as you fire off that coldness and take a step back from your well-accomplished turn, something actually happens within this haunted boudoir. In the corner, the organ starts playing itself. Like, lets out this nasty, disharmonious tune. And I'm going to have everybody make me a wisdom saving throw. 21 for Celestine. Mm. 14 for Riot. Oh, that's a five. Oh, (sighs) wow. Celestine, you cover your ears in time, but Riot and Crater, it almost like, it feels like it should crack the walls itself and it's shaking the room. And for those who failed, we're going to do 15 psychic damage and half Half have you saved. And that will bring us to Crater's turn. And I will say that Vlad looked quite satisfied with that organ riff. I am deeply satisfied with that organ riff. (laughs) Bonbon could have done better. (laughs) What did you say? I just said Bonbon could have done better. I don't know. It was a nice organ riff and all, but that's not terribly original. Make an insight check. Uh, that is 24. Vlad is shaken when you bring up a piece of his manifestations. You can tell that something in him changed when you brought it up. Although, as you did it at the end of his turn, he sort of shakes it off and focuses now on Crater, whose turn it is. First things first, uh, Crater's going to jump into a rage. Going to do my slinky arm ability. Since I'm kind of at the back of this pack here, I'm going to use my bestial soul. I'm going to avoid the rest of these goats. uh, And I'm just going to run up the walls of this room and get to the (laughs) ceiling and run over towards uh, Vlad. And when I'm directly on top of him, I'm just going to drop from the ceiling with my great axe (gasps) in my hand. And I'm going to take a swipe at him as I'm falling. Unbelievable. (laughs) Actually, I'm going to take a swipe with my... Uh, slinky arms rather than my great axe. Oh, interesting. Right, and I'm going to make it recklessly, so I'm going to do this at advantage. Uh, that's going to be an 18 to hit. Sorry, 19 to hit. It misses. <gasps> you watch <laughs> as you go to hit and the threads sort of manifest in front of you and they take a brunt of the hit. Oh boy. Okay. Um, what are you doing here? Came to steal your wedding ring, man. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> uh, I, dude, I'm serious. We stole your, we stole your wedding ring. It's we're gonna pawn it off for like, what, like two gold? It's probably pretty cheap, right? How <laughs> uh, dare you? The goats angrily have a chorus of blast. <laughs> and I'm gonna take my second attack with my slinky arm. Uh, that was a fucking nat 20. Yes. Oh, holy shit. Make a wisdom saving throw for me, please. Okay. Whiz. Whiz. Ooh. Nine. Uh, that's a fail. Um, 
Sorry, this is gonna be big. Uh, this is gonna be big. I also have brutal critical <gasps> now. So oh my god! I'm gonna add an extra die, and a superiority die, and <laughs> fuck. That's gonna be 48 damage total. What? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Uh, uh, love uh, it. Uh, uh, and 48? 48. Yeah, uh, uh, uh. And uh, 20 of that was psychic. Okay. <laughs> really? Really cool. <laughs> I'm just gonna step back away from Vlad five feet. Okay, because I guess you want to take him to take the opportunity attack? I mean, if he wants to. Okay. Be stupid. <laughs> All right, well, uh, he may or may not be stupid, and he is going to take uh, an opportunity attack against you as you move away. And it's a 24 to hit. Okay, yeah, Hmm. that hits. Never mind. I was stupid. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Crater, you are going to take 20 slashing damage, Mm. half to 10, Mm -hmm. and 5 necrotic damage. Okay. And as it hits you, it's his longsword. He impales you. You are now grappled on it. Oh. Oh, no. And as this impaling happens, you notice that, like, the threads are winding through the guitar, around the hilt of the sword, around Vlad, just sort of warding him. And he says, both in his voice and in a voice that is now intimately familiar to you, especially Riot, combined they say. They're happy to give me their true names. (laughs) They're dying for it. 